All right, I have to know. Mm. What would you guys do if you were abducted? I don't even know. I don't like think how, I, how would like how would your fight or flight instinct kick in at that moment? I don't think I'd want to return because I hate it here. I'm kind of with that. I'm like, just take me out. Yeah. Can we just like stop for one last Chick Fil A before I go? Like, we're not talking about like the fun kind that happens in America. I, I fully expected that. I would just take me out. If you're gonna do weird shit with my body, at least put me out of my misery. Give me the nope. Lord's chicken as my last meal nope. and take me out. No, nope. if you're good. going to a a milking center where they're gonna have y'all tied up like cattle. Well, I'd hate to break it to them, <laughs> but these titties ain't got no more milk, so they nope. got nothing. The, they have the technology. Well, they have luck. a better chance of milking you for something. Well, they can milk me all they want. They didn't uh-huh. even they didn't yeah. work when they were supposed to, so. They ain't going to work when they're forced to. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, if you haven't figured out what we're talking about today. Sam's dry titties. That's what we're, ta- that's what's, that's what we're talking about. Maybe a little baby powder. Jesus. <laughs> just Parmesan coming out of there. My child does have it. She loves her Papa John. She calls it Papa John. Not Parmesan. Papa John. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I, I don't know how to take you that. You asked. You opened the door. I just walked in. Much like these aliens that we're going to be talking oh, about tonight. No. Uh, so, if you haven't read the title, which I'm sure you have, we're talking about UFOs in Brazil and Operation Saucer. Yes. So, this is probably one of the most documented UFO flaps ever to exist. Um, so much so that the the Brazilian government flat out admitted to everything. They they didn't have an option. There was no cover well, up Yeah, I know. They tried, though. They did try. They tried. But it's awesome today that the Pentagon held a meeting to discuss UFOs. That was very good timing. Yeah, for we this couldn't podcast have timed that better. No, we didn't even try to do that shit. No, yeah, I just saw it on my news feed. I told you, if you just don't try, things Literally just five it minutes just before recording. Literally. Bad, bad news- good, whatever. If you don't try, shit just happens We sometimes. were walking up the stairs. I literally get an alert on my phone. Christian was making uh, her drink. Pentagon officials testified at the first public UFO hearing in more than 50 years. One lawmaker called UFOs a potential national security threat. Love so, that. So, UFOs are back at the the zeitgeist of what we're talking about in the news cycle and we're talking about them tonight the so boys are back in town boys without, are back in town yes <laughs> they they're from here from planet xenu and we're xenu? we're yeah is that uh, oh okay you just made that up yeah, you I just, just sounded very confident and then i was like wait what? Real? Well, see, is I that went, a real place? I think it is. I think it's like a, a reference to a movie. I can't remember. Oh, okay. But uh, I meant to say Nibiru. <laughs> is that Which a real place? Yeah, that, that's like is where that all the Anunnaki are from. That harvest our planet for gold. Anunnaki? Yeah. What are those? We'll have to do an episode on them. Yes. Okay. Very, very ancient society of alien overlords. That maybe shaped our entire planet. Okay. Alien and use us like a zoo. Um, okay. But we're here to talk about the UFOs of Brazil today. Yes, we are. So without further ado, Sam, 
So did you know that Brazil is actually the second country with the most UFO sightings behind us? I did not. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact. First in donkey porn, second in UFOs. What a fucking track record. Where the fuck does your mind operate they in are, such ways? They are, Is that a real question? <laughs> right? It's not. It's they not are well question. balanced. I was I was going to lean into like butt lift jokes and things like that. You nope. just went to full on horse cock porn. Don- donkey. <laughs> different species. Get it right. I'm, Still have four I'm hooves flat, and a mane and tail. I'm speechless. Oh, Wow. <laughs> How far are we? <laughs> That's all we're, it took. We're, we're right. We're five minutes in, and I, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt, everybody. Welcome back. We're hanging out with. Happy uh, day. I'm hanging out with Sam and uh, horse porn <laughs> advocate Christian. <laughs> Someone's actually gonna think she's an advocate for horse porn. I am not. <laughs> You never know these days. That is all. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. That was a joke. I did not promote donkey porn. I did on not have podcast. sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Thank you, Sam, for seeing where I'm going with that. <laughs> Always. Stay on my wavelength. Let's try right on this. If, if I have been on your wavelength for this long, ain't no getting off now. Oh. I am strapped in, baby. Trust me. I know. There's no, there's no leaving that train. Nope. There is no more stops on this train. Anyway. So I had never even heard of Operation Saucer until we talked about it before. No, I hadn't either. I was, so this is like a fun dive. Operation Saucer was the investigation to into a series of terrifying reports in 1977 from residents in Colares, Colares, I think you Brazil. Got it. We'll roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Sounded They'll come right. for us in the comments. It's okay. Love me where I'm at. I'm too southern for for my own good sometimes. So if I butcher it, it just let it happen. Just love me. Uh, they claimed that they not only saw UFOs, but they were being attacked by them also. And there is more stories on this than we have time to do in one episode. And we're only doing one episode on Yes, but only one. We could talk at least two or three episodes because there was hundreds of sightings. There's so many. Like... That's pretty good when you have to pick and choose which sightings you want to go with. Well, that's what I had to do with... Uh, Boggy Creek? Yeah. There was a ton of those. But I just had to like pick and choose like the, I'd like choose like the ones with the most meat in them. The viable ones? Yeah. Yeah. So there was like times where people would just see multiple of these things in the sky. That's crazy. And like they were interviewing somebody who was attacked and one of the generals saw a fucking UFO fly by. While he was interviewing, yeah, (laughs) while he was interviewing somebody. Is is it like on video? No. Oh. No. Lame. Anyway, so before we dive into like Operation Saucer and all of that, I'm going to talk about what led up to the day that the UFOs all came down and attacked. Because I saw this and I was like, that's interesting. I I mean, this is like pretty much all new to me, so... Um, researcher Vittorio Pere said that back in 1975, so two years before this happened, a woman named Elizabeth Quimine, 
Kwamine, Kwamine, whatever, burger arrived in Ramaho. I meant uh, let's to, go with it. Yeah, it. Yep, that sounds phonetically. We are going to butcher the shit out of this yeah, episode. Just I, fair warning. Yeah, live and learn. Which is now known as Augusto Correa. That's not right. Yeah, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna roll with it. With the intention to buy land on the island of Mio, Elizabeth was a white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes, and she claimed to be a divorcee and a fashion designer. She was a short woman, according to the residents. She had an English passport, but said she was born in Switzerland, but lived in Paris, which I'm, that makes me jealous. Um, to me... She's already sounding not the best. Sketchy from the get-go. At best. A man named Jao Olaya carried passengers across to the island from, like, from the mainland to Mio. Elizabeth and Jao became well acquainted with each other, and she asked him to take her to the island where she made offers to the locals for their land in exchange for cash. The locals had no intentions to sell to some random foreign stranger, but she offered them a heaping pile of cash and ultimately purchased small plots, like at a time, like little pieces, until she acquired all of the other properties surrounding the original plots of land she'd purchased. Despite owning a lot of land on the island, she spent very little time there. As time went on, local fishermen and other residents began seeing strange lights over the island, and that started a rumor that Elizabeth was an alien. Some fishermen reported seeing her taking a group of people with blonde hair all around the age between 40 to 50 to the island. Hmm. People with blonde hair in South America, do they have blue eyes? It did not specify. It it said blonde hair similar to her. So I'm assuming all blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, in some form or fashion. Hmm. I know another group of people that went to South America that had blonde hair and blue eyes. The Swedes? No. Oh, the other ones. <laughs> oh, the other ones. Oh, the other ones. Yeah. Capital N. Yeah, the Ooh. big, the big lowercase i. Oh, okay. <laughs> she also bought large quantities of fish, around four hundred kilograms, which is converts to about to eight hundred and eighty-two pounds of fish every month from the local fishermen. So she was just like buying them out of all the fish. The hell? That's almost nine hundred pounds of fish a month. I love fish, but I don't think I can eat that much in a month. Well, it's probably really cheap to buy it from yeah, versus but, like, but still, buy where it. are you gonna store all that fish? You can only only cook fish so many ways, and not get bored with it. Yeah, this is very true. Unless you're feeding a lot of mouse or yeah. big mouse, right? Then, according to reports, residents saw white balls of light that looked like quote small moons landing on the island around the time that the ufos started being reported in the area a man on a boat it was unclear if he was a fisherman or if he just like went out at his leisure it just said a man who owned a boat so that was that man with a boat yes 
who had previously had access to traveling to the island, he followed Elizabeth and saw her walking on the water without any clothes. <gasps> she was soon questioned by the police three separate times, but she was ultimately released, ultimately released each time because they never found any evidence against her that related to the strange lights the locals saw. Colonel Holanda became aware of the strange woman and suspected that she'd been feeding gorillas, not the animal. I'm talking about like the people, like the gorilla warfare mm-hmm. people, like fighters. I'm assuming they're kind of like some sort of like street fighter. I don't really, I don't really know. I couldn't really get like a clear. No, they're they're like anti-government. Yeah, they opposition. just they've. Fight without like any rules. Well, I they yeah, they hide in the trees and yeah. It's basically how we won the um, American Revolutionary War. We used guerrilla warfare. Yeah. So we'd hide out in tree lines and shit and, and just ambush them. Yeah. Okay. So they're ambush fighters. Yeah. So because she was regularly seen with dozens of men, so they thought she was feeding the. These gorillas, not the animal, not the ape. Uh, the lights didn't occur when she wasn't on the island. Colonel Holanda re- uh, searched her home and was met with a very strange sight. The home had no windows, no doors, and no actual, like, furniture. There was just a bed and two chairs. So there wasn't, like, a couch and kitchen stuff like just a bed and two chairs that was it no doors no windows nothing ufologist um i don't even know how to even try this mm you just go with that <laughs> acronym and out <laughs> mr uchoa said that Elizabeth was seen dressed as a nurse in L.A. during the 1985-1986 earthquakes, helping the wounded. Interpol tried to track her, but they weren't able to. Later on, she was seen in South Korea. Then police find out that her passport was fake, and Elizabeth Berger was a Swiss woman who died in 1937. Oh, shit. I know, it's getting juicy now. So now the rumors slash urban legend is that she was an alien or some sort of time traveler who had come to the earth for some business, but ultimately had to leave due to too much interference by the Brazilian officials. Damn those officials. I know, they're so damn So this must have been happening during Project or uh, Operation This is before, leading up to. Okay. So, so she first touched down in the the town in 1975. Why does this sound like an episode of Scooby Doo, where she said, like, "Damn does. those meddling Brazilian officials, you meddling kids." Vittorio recalled that an American came to the island in 1975 after reports of UFO sightings had already begun. So I guess they the UFO started to like trickle in slowly and then just like culminated on that specific day. And it's not like these UFOs were just flying around. They were actually trying to like abduct people. Yeah. Um they were aggressive and the 
the fishing village became aggressive towards UFOs, including fucking shooting at them, which good. made the UFOs more aggressive. Not good. No, it, it was all around a bad thing to where the, the Brazilian government was like, fucking stop shooting at them. <laughs> Quit it. It's not working. So the American claimed to be a pilot who joined NASA and appeared on the Mosquero Island amid evidence of alien activities in the area. Vittorio said, quote, his neighbors on the island reported that he had very modern equipment for the time and in relation to what was in the region, <coughs> such as a structure for radio communication that did not even exist in Bellum, and even a notebook, something unthinkable for the time. His fastest, in, he was the fastest in the region, and he never bought anything on the island, not even like a loaf of bread, anything. Twice a week, he went out on a speedboat and came back with groceries, end quote. Vittoria was suspicious of the NASA interference in Operation Saucer because when the room of this strange American pilot was searched, his walls were full of formulas and images of space and rockets, and he actually ended up dying on the island in 1982. Shit. Yeah. Those were just like fun stories. Not well, fun. Sort of fun stories. Unheard little, of little, little, uh, little tidbits of information. Just the tip of the, the UFO iceberg. Yeah. They were fun. Uh, so now we're going to dive into the UFOs that terrorized Colaris. The not fun. The, the not fun ones. They reported bright objects in different shapes and sizes and even colors flying at low altitudes, some as low as a few yards above the tree lines and firing light beams at the people on the ground. Several witnesses reported having seen the beings that were piloting these spacecrafts and described them as being between three and four feet tall. So I'm taller than them. I'm the bigger fish in this scenario. I don't know. They have tractor beams. They do, but on the ground, I got them. Maybe. Maybe. Hand to hand. Till they break out that liquid, hot, burning space oil. Gross. Yeah. Well, that's Maybe what they it. do. Maybe I don't have them, but I have them in height. And there you that's go. all that counts. Yes, it's not very often I get to say that. Mm-hmm. According to ufologist, 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 ufology, ufologist. Jacques Vallée. Oh, he's Va- great. Valley? Valley? Valley. Valley. Jacques Vallée. Jacques Vallée. A number of individuals were reportedly killed as a result of the lights fired upon them by the UFOs, and injuries were consistent with the radiation effects from microwaves. Other ufologists claimed that the lights from the UFOs sucked blood from 400 people. So what's crazy about these UFOs are they use this light rope. It's like a lasso. Like Wonder Woman style? Yeah. It's like a a hook that just comes and grabs you. Uh-uh. Made out of light. Um, oh, thank you. I'm good. But there's been several people that would get away because they're not very fucking good at it. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they were testing new technology. Um. Okay. 
so they're practicing with these these light lassos and hooks and things. But anybody who encountered these UFOs would actually um, suffer severe radiation burns and they would never like the people that lived and it would never go outside again at night. A lot of crazy fucked up shit. I imagine this happening during the day. No. So was it at night? These are all at night. My brain just envisioned them happening like during the day. Like people would see UFOs during the day. But the attacks attacks would happen for the most part at night. So it's like War of the Worlds type shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, like, like kind of UFOs terrorized this region of Brazil for years. It is probably the large, probably the largest UFO flap ever recorded. Quite possibly. I don't think I've ever heard of something, like, to this caliber. Yeah, you don't normally see UFOs attacking people. That doesn't no. happen in the United States. They're usually States. so far away. Yeah. Well, it doesn't happen here or in Russia, but it happened in Brazil. There was a, like at first people thought it was mass hysteria, shit like that. And then yeah. like when people really started seeing the shit all the fucking time, like it was every day somebody would see like you'd see them all over the fucking place. How do you I, I don't So what separates these sightings from the usual glimpses of UFOs in the skies? are the numerous and recurring injuries that people suffered. Normally, you hear about, like, like one or two people seeing the same thing or something similar. This incident was seen by, like, hundreds, maybe even, like, thousands of people. I don't even know thousands, but definitely hundreds. And they had the injuries to corroborate these occurrences and sightings. Like they had like craters in like yeah, there's there's like burn marks. They would like really deep. go. They would go for like the breast on women a lot. So there would be like puncture marks. No, thank you. I'm good. Don't mess up my titties like that. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not nice. Wait a long time for these to get this big. Mm-hmm. Don't these... fuck up the girls. <laughs> Don't fuck up Don't the girls. Don't fuck up the girls, man. These light beams gave off intense beams of radiation that actually caused puncher marks and lesions, with some reporting to local media at the time that it felt like a heavy weight pushed against their chest. A report into the claims made by victims stated, quote, the beam was about three inches in diameter and white in color. That's pretty big. That's like. It's like the size of a pipe. Yeah. Like girth wise, yeah. Maybe not that big. You don't look that big. Yeah? I don't know. Uh it never hunted for them, but it just like it would just hit them suddenly. Just like cold cocked them. At like blindsided them. When they tried to scream, no sound would come out, but their eyes remained open. The beam felt hot, almost as hot as a cigarette burn. Which, that's painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, teeny tiny. This isn't a, a fun experience for anybody involved. No. Except maybe the aliens. I was literally about to say that. They're having a grand old time. <laughs> then it's, like, target practice. Like, They're, like, trying out their new fishing equipment. New fishing equipment. Yeah. Catch and release. No. Yes, but no. 
describing the injuries, Dr. Willade Sisam Carvalho, Carvalho, who worked in a healthcare unit in the area during the 1970s, wrote, quote, all of them had suffered lesions to the face or the thoracic area. The lesions looking like radiation injuries began with intense reddening of the skin in the affected area. Later, the hair would fall out and the skin would turn black. There was no pain, only a slight warmth. One also noticed small puncture marks in the skin. The victims were men and women of varying ages without any pattern. So they're just like picking people off. Yeah, just like, they're, they're just grabbing people. Yeah. There's a story of one guy, and I I didn't like grab any of the notes for it, but his skin, he was so irradiated that the UFO never killed anybody directly. <clears throat> Nobody died immediately. Yeah, there wasn't like a kill shot. for this one dude. Ooh. Um, Is this the one you showed us? No. Oh. No, that's a theory of mine that they're connected. We'll talk about that at the end. But this one guy, they carted him to the hospital and he died before he got there. His skin was basically rotting off. Like he was so irradiated that his skin was melting. It was just sloughing off. Like he was a, he had been a three week decomp and he was still alive. <sighs> like they they overdid it. Yeah, they're like the beam is a little high. They, they turn said, it down. Yeah, they yeah. said Q and A was like phasers were not set to stun that day. No, they were set to fry. Yeah, <laughs> they're sitting in the alien ship. He's like, you ever did it? He's ever done. God, you damn ever it, did Larry. It. Yeah, I almost said Terry. Quit that. <laughs> <laughs> The saucers were quickly dubbed Chupa Chupa. Chupa Chupa. Chupa Chupa. The Sucka Sucka. Which, if you remember from our Chupa Cabra <coughs> episode, Chupa means suck. So these were literally called Suck Sucks. Suck. Yes. Suck Sucks. I know a yes. Suck Suck. Love you back. Thank you. You all can vomit now. Thank you. Succubus. <laughs> nope. No, just just really good at sucking. Oh, God. That's what you call it. I'm just stealing all of your youth. Mm. I'm going to stay pretty forever. Hmm. All right. Continue <laughs> on. Now I have to think about that when I go to sleep tonight. Oh. So you're just thinking about her all the time. Mm. That's all I hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... So with the reports of more sightings and more incidences be of people being injured or losing blood, panic soon started to set in and women and children ended up leaving the area while the local men stayed to look after their homes and possessions. They were like, see you, bye. Catch you later. Hope you survive. We out. That was basically, they're like, damn it. I wouldn't stay either. I'd be like, love you, honey. Hopefully you make it. Bye. Uh, With no, quote, reasonable explanation offered as to what exactly was behind these so-called UFO attacks, the Brazilian Air Force was tasked with finding out what was going on on the island with the investigation officially named Operation Saucer. A 2000 military report was soon compiled 
The report had 500 paragraphs and 16 hours of film that the Brazilian Air Force reportedly witnessed with their own eyes. Ufologist Daniel Rebiso Gies claimed in his book, Extraterrestrial Vampires of the Amazon, I'm going to try. Vampiros ex- Exteralis na Amazonia. That. That a quite a few military personnel suffered nervous breakdowns, while others co- went completely insane during the course of the investigation. The documents were kept classified until several pages were released in 2004, showing drawings and photographs of what the military saw. Yeah, there was over 500. I just want to reemphasize, this is a 2,000-page document with over 500 fucking photographs most of which we have not seen as a public. Yeah. And I really wish that they would show everything that they got. Same. Because it'd be pretty cool. It'd be cool. Yes, I am. The photos depict bright cylindrical lights, while several drawings show similarly shaped objects witnessed by people on the island at the time. Despite the photos and drawings and reports from the residents of Colares, the and the injuries sustained the operation never explicitly stated that ufos or aliens were the official cause of the sightings and injuries however high-ranking officials from the fab which is the brazilian air force reportedly told a group of ufologists in 2004 that they had discreetly been studying the existence of ufos since the mid-1950s dun 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 uh, captain, which he was a colonel, now he's a captain. I guess that's better. I don't really know. Holanda. Holanda, Lima. The commander of the operation gave an interview in 1997 to UFO Magazine, where he recounted how terrified his men were during their investigations. He went on to reveal eyewitness statements which described residents waking up to beings wearing protective clothing, shooting colored beams at their heads, as well as several officers reported seeing strange lights emerging and diving back into the coastal waters around the area, leading some to assume that this was the location of a UFO base. It was like underwater. USOs. USOs. Unidentified submerged objects. It's a big thing happening right now. There's a lot of actual Navy footage coming out of unidentified objects submerging into the water from the sky. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at all. Atlantis. Atlantis. We found it. Well, I mean, if you're going to hide a military base, the best, like, for extraterrestrials, the best place to do it is probably the ocean. Uh, yeah, considering yeah. that it covers, what, 75% of our planet and we've only explored like five percent or something like yeah. that some really small baby amount. yeah it's like teeny tiny the ocean scares me i'm fine i'll I stay on top of it i don't like the fact that i'm not the the top of the food chain yeah. i'm okay with that no, i respect that. it fuck that i'm not i will not put myself into it if i'm not can't getting see eaten by a shark i'll go get in a swimming pool where i know i'm the top dog that's why you don't like going to the beach. Nope. Eric will like put his toes in. That's about so it. So I, I won't go into a body of water that I can't see to the bottom in. Oh man, I used to go like no lakes. Not getting in a fucking lake. Oh, I'm. I'm maybe. Nope. Well, I'm okay with no rivers. I'm None okay of with that a river. shit. I don't want any goddamn wildlife. 
swimming up on me. Shit, we used to catch damn turtles in like the lakes and yep. ponds and shit, and yep. just dive in there. I, and I've you seen can't those see anything. snapping turtles. Fuck that shit. You couldn't see anything. Oh, I've definitely probably picked up a snake or two. Nope. I'm okay nope. with briefly getting into the intercoastal, very briefly. No, um, nope. Not only nope, but hell no. Alligators, fuck that. That's why I said briefly. I'll get it and like cool off and then get back out on the boat. And that's it. I think it's really funny when people are out there swimming. No, thank you. Fucking nasty water. All right, let's get back into the UFOs. Some believe that the area was being used as a test site for top secret military crafts. This is also the excuses people come up with to explain away the secrecy of Area 51, which I've been out to, like, the furthest point you can go to, to, like, Area 51, like Rachel, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, and there ain't shit well, out there. All right. So I don't think there's any technology, alien tech at Area 51 anymore. Mm, there could have been, but maybe. really what it is is a, it's, like a weapons testing ground. So that's where they, they developed the SR 71 blackbird, which is like a stealth plane. Mm-hmm. So basically it's, it's just a big stealth tech thing from the skunk works. And if you're into Tom, like if you know who Tom DeLong is from blink One Eighty Two, uh, his to the stars Academy has some guys that worked at skunk works. Hmm. Um, I, I wholeheartedly believe most of the alien tech that we've reverse engineered since Roswell, uh, is it Wright Patterson Air Force Base? I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there ain't shit out there. We get to like the furthest point, and it's just a sign that says, like, basically, you can't go past this point or you'll be shot. And like, there's a camera on a tall mountain, and it's just like, like, what, like, think the like traffic. Oh, they're watching you. They, yeah, think like the traffic cams, like the white, the long white ones, and it's yeah. just like there. And then, Behind you, so like we're facing the sign, right? And then like there's a mountain, like a small mountain, like a hill, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a big ass truck, like Humvee, with a bunch of dudes. And there's one with a machine gun, just like, don't do it, just like pointed yep. at you. I figured they had they had guns trained on you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was co- kind of, well exhilarating. Yeah, that's the word for it. That's why they're probably used to it. They're just oh, yeah, they're like, absolutely used to it. They have to be. I've seen the black mailbox, which is white. Why false advertising. Well, the white box. Maybe the mailbox inside is black because he had to build a box around his mailbox because people kept stealing his mail. Huh. Yeah. They're looking for those those top secret notes. Yeah. Like they ain't faxed in that shit. They've like slapped like alien stickers all over the box and stuff. God. But it's, it's, it's. A man's just trying to get his fucking aunt. Literally. just trying to pay his bills. I'm just trying to have a power bill, my guy. Please. Um, anyway. We digress. I digress. Three months after giving the interview, Captain Holanda was found dead in his home after he seemingly hung himself using the belt of his bathrobe. Dr. Carvalho, the doctor who treated the people injured by the beams, was she came out and said that she was compelled to lie to the patients about their injuries and try to tell them they were simply hallucinations. Yeah. But they were all the, just like, ah. There was a massive cover-up, but you can't cover that much. In epic proportion. 
I mean, for fuck's sake, you can't tell an entire town that they're just mass hallucinating. You're just crazy. It, no. I mean, it's just not not going to end well. Don't no. eat to me the mushrooms off the trees. <laughs> Dr. Carvalho said, this is what the Air Force always asked me to say. So it, I think this is like a translated from Portuguese. Mm-hmm. The Brazilians speak Portuguese, right? So yeah. this is like a rough translation. So if it doesn't make sense, I'm sorry. I don't. I think I, think I understand like what... They were trying to say. We're going to give you the gist. Yeah. So she said, this is what the Air Force always asked me to stay. It did not happen any kind of mass hysteria or visual hallucinations. I think she meant like caused instead of happened. It, it didn't cause any kind of mass hysteria. Um, the psychiatry proves it didn't happen. It may happen mystic collective problems like i guess like mystical problems i don't know um when people commit mass suicide but nobody can have the same delirium the same visual sonic and synthetic hallucinations at the same time in different places so like she's like no if you're on a trip and somebody else is on a trip y'all aren't going to be on the same trip man no y'all can't be on the same trip man just look at charles manson <laughs> it would not be a creeps episode if you did not bring up a late episode. He was on a dune buggy race war trip. Oh my god! Is that Charles Manson? He just, wanted, he just wanted to live in the fucking desert and drive dune buggies, man. Yeah, and fuck bitches. Yep. That sounds like a pretty good life. Not I mean, gonna lie. yeah. In the seventies, sounds like a pretty good damn life. Yep. I, I mean, I would have to agree. Dr. Carvalho claims that she's seen a UFO with her own eyes. And she said, quote, I could see the UFO's bright metal, and it wasn't like a dish object, but it was much more like a cone or a cylinder. They have documented over, I want to say, 20 or 30 different types of craft coming to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh, um, so it's not the same model. It's... It's different shit. Do you think it's like all different kinds of aliens from oh. like different uh, settlements? Uh, Dare I say maybe different groups of aliens have dominion over different parts of the planet. Like in the aliens in Africa are more like shamanistic experiences where okay, ours so are more straight up just, hey, there's the a grays. Sh- yeah, the grays and maybe the reptilians. But... These seem to be like more just a lot different. I feel like it's the Wild West of aliens. There was the different techniques. Buys. There was a lot of different techniques used, a lot of different uh, vehicles used. They were the cowboys of, of the alien world. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. Pew 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 pew. pew, pew. Well, it might be an area where no alien race has dominion over, and you just have all these different groups down there. Came down to fuck shit up. Yeah. Maybe they're, like, fighting over the territory. It's like a testing ground. I'm going to haunt this area. I don't know. Is it they, like I don't a know playground? It's, it's like a playground. They're just trying yeah, out. I mean, Maybe it's an alien playground. Yeah, they're, they're like, doing it. They're testing equipment. I'm sure that was part of it. But it's Let's crazy. Let's see how badly we can scare these humans. Now, this next part is something I discovered that I think 
holds merit. Um, there was an event that happened in 1988 mm-hmm. in the Guarapinga Reservoir. I'm glad you said it because I really didn't know how it was. Going. I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't really care. Guarapinga. All I know is they found a mutilated fucking corpse. Oh. Um, oh, this is what you. This is what I showed you guys the pictures of. No, thank you. Uh, it looks like a cattle mutilation. But a person. But a person. Everything's fucked up. uh, He was fucked. Not in a good way. Sam, take it away. On the side of the Garapangra. Just say the reservoir. The reservoir on September 29th, 1988 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I can say that. You got that one. I already knew that name, though. The remains of a man were found, listed as one of the most disturbing deaths of a human being ever recorded, which, yes, I would agree. It's terrifying. The pictures are highly disturbing, and I cannot post them anywhere. No, you'd get flagged. Go look them up. Deleted. Go look them up. Let us know what you think. There would be no more creeps in the crypt. No. The crypt would be empty. The question is who or what left the body in the reservoir? You may have heard the term cattle mutilation. Cattle mutilation cases are much more common than that of the human variety. Yet this Guaraparanga case and the hundreds of cattle mutilation cases reported in the United States bear a striking similarity. The, there are literally hundreds of cases all with a consistent methodology to removing internal organs and body material using advanced technological processes that seem to defy the capabilities of even most of the modern medical procedures. This is from the autopsy report. So it says the axillary regions on both sides showed soft spots where the organs had been removed. Incisions were made on the face, internal thorax, abdomen, legs, arms, and chest. Shoulders and arms have perforations of one to one and a half inches in diameter where the tissue and muscles were extracted. Like, so it's like a... It's literally like something sucked the muscle mass out. It's like they took a sample. Mm Mm-hmm. Several samples. Like, you know, like the like the ground samples where they, they kind of like drill down and like it yep. comes up. Yeah. That's what I think when I saw that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Because they're just big gaping holes. Yeah. And there's no blood. Yeah, there's there was like no, no blood. blood found. Crazy. The edges of the perforations were uniform and so was their size. The chest had shrunk due to the removal of the internal organs. Lovely. Precise cookie cutter holes are discovered in strategical positions throughout the body used for extracting internal organs. This level of precision suggests that the operation was executed with speed, the application of heat or lasers, all occurring as the subject was still alive. Ouch. Ooh, what a bad day. Ouchie. Like, yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. He was surgically vivisected by lasers. While still alive. Yeah. Cause no uh, anesthesia. No, no, nothing. No. Ouch. 
He had no left eyeball and eyelid, left ear, lips, a side of the jaw, and associated bones. So, like, all of his, like, mandible max- maxilla. Yeah. Thank <clears throat> you, high school biology. Um, and all of his internal organs. Also found on the body were two holes with burn marks surrounding them. In the images, you can clearly see the body has been hollowed out of its organs. A cavity in the center of the abdomen reveals an extraction point. It was like just like chilling, like open. Like no literally his belly button, there's nothing there. It's just a big gaping hole. Cool. Like not, when I say a big gaping hole, it's not like a serial killer went and sliced his stomach open and no. pulled all of his no, guts it's like, out. It's not like an incision. It's, this is surgical. Yeah, it's like... It, it's surgical <laughs> precision. It's like when they remove an organ now, they do it through the navel. Yeah. No, thank you. Maybe they, maybe the, our medical people took a note from these aliens and just, like, sucked it through the belly button. Like, yeah, oh, that's we where can they do got that. the technology. That's, we can do that, too. Hey, y'all, watch this. Ooh, I have such a big... Every time... I don't like belly button touching or nothing like that. It's like a cringy <laughs> thing for me. So this is like so just. Ugh. No, sorry. Okay. In addition to the shocking photographs, the fact that the official autopsy report blatantly states that the victim was subject to incisions and use of sucking devices elevates the case to levels beyond most disturbing monstrosity to ever occur to a human being. And disturbing in more ways than one. The extraction of body parts and use of sucking devices was one. And the other is the beings responsible are likely not from this planet. So he was like seeing these aliens just like sucking out his organs. Yeah. And taking like samples of his body. While he was still alive. While he was still alive. He was just watching this happen. Probably not for long. They view people as cattle. Interesting. Um, We're about as smart as cattle. I mean, pigs are smart. We eat them. Mm -hmm. We're we're just uh, upright pigs to these people. Sounds about right. Mm Mm-hmm. Given the brutal, completely immoral nature of this suspected extraterrestrial mutilation and the autopsy conclusion that implies heart attack due to extreme pain means that unfortunately this victim was almost certainly was alive while the systematic mutilation took place. It's clear that the beings who did this have no regard for morals or human life They were precise. Like, this was systematic. This was efficient. Why, then, would they kill their subject before extracting bodily material? The intelligence behind this did not care about the pain this victim would suffer. This was an agonizing death, for sure. Like, 100%. Yeah, if you look at the photos of this, it's, it's ghastly. It really fucking is. Like, this beats any murder photo I've ever seen. Yeah, this um, is. And I, I used to intern at a funeral home, and I've seen corpses before that have been mangled. Mangled in car accidents. Nothing's as brutal as this. 
Mm-mm. The the skin is burned off of this person. Mm-hmm. It's it's horrifying. Like the images will be burned into your fucking head. Thank you for that, Eric. Well, I've no already problem. seen it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. So if you if you're feeling froggy, go look it up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do you guys think about the UFOs of Brazil? I mean, you can't really deny it. No. Not at this point. No. I think the the evidence and the sightings are enough of a, like, just enough like evidence even, to really show it. Yeah, you can't even, like, play devil's advocate. It's not, like, a, fucking, oh. it's not a farmer saying, oh, they drew, they drew pictures right. in my crop. Right. It's not like that. These no. are these are much more methodical, yeah, and especially the fact that they took samples and stuff in a very like surgical way. They would way. suck the blood out of people. No, this was like back early on, yeah, and I think it all culminated with this this thing. But they haven't been back since the late eighties, so it's like they were just hearing on in a flash. They got all their samples. They they got what they were looking for, and they left. They deemed we were not worthy. I think it might have also been the Brazilian officials that really made him kind of maybe like just, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's stories of like the Brazilian Air Force chasing these things mm-hmm. and just out, they outmaneuvered whatever planes that they had. Like it was, I mean, it's documented. Everything's fucking documented. And yeah, if we can. really wanted to get into this case, we could have done three or four fucking parts. And, but go do some research on your own on it. It's a fucking amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Story. So thank you guys for listening to Creeps in the Crypt this yeah. week. We hope you enjoyed this out of this world story. We appreciate you. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you would like to drop the socials. First and foremost, as always, in conclusion, all the words. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening. We appreciate you. That being said, make sure you guys are liking downloading subscribing all the things it really mm-hmm. helps out yeah mm-hmm. we appreciate it we know what you guys like and come on with the episode drop day you guys need to be on the drop day mm-hmm. you gotta have catch your these auto episodes. downloads on. you gotta catch these episodes when they come out because we're already five steps ahead get ready to get ready for summer slaughter slumber 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 of slaughter it's Two. late yeah it is late uh, I mean, we're slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> Summer of Slaughter 2. All right, guys. But yeah. Um, and if you have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a review. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.